You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the show. I'm Eric Lee, and I thank you for being with me today. The topic for today's show is about conspiracy theories and why it is that so many people believe in them. Now, most of the time, you know, uh, when you hear about a conspiracy theory, you know, um, people kind of, oh, you know, oh, this is a theory and, you know, sort of no harm, no foul. You know, you believe in it, you do. If you don't believe in it, you don't. But there are some conspiracy theories that I think have a negative impact on society as a whole. Okay? I think that we are now living in a world where people would rather believe lies and innuendo than the truth. And I think that that is on purpose because there are some who are trying to dismantle democracy. And one of the ways I think that they are doing that is making people believe things that just are not true. Donald Trump has been called a demagogue, which means a leader who leads by striking fear in the hearts of people, okay? Demagogues appeal to the desires and prejudices of ordinary people. If I know you love guns, then I'm going to push the narrative that the government is trying to take your guns away and then they're going to come into your house and then they're going to take you over and then they're going to kill you all. If I know that you are a xenophobe, which is someone who doesn't like foreigners, then I will tell you and push this narrative that the government is letting all the immigrants into the country just to get you fired up. And another thing that demagogues do, demagogues, not gods, gogs do, is once they push this narrative, right, they say, but I'm your savior. But I'm the only one who can save you. You better elect me. I won't let this happen to you. Conspiracy theory. An attempt to explain harmful or tragic events as the result of the actions of a small, powerful group. 
Such explanations reject the accepted narrative surrounding those events. And the true official version may be seen as further proof of the conspiracy. Conspiracy theories increase in prevalence in periods of widespread anxiety, uncertainty, or hardship, as during wars and economic depressions, and in the aftermath of natural disasters like tsunamis, earthquakes, and pandemics. Exposure to media that endorse conspiracy theories increases belief. There is evidence that viewing the Oliver Stone movie JFK back in 1991 increased belief in a conspiracy to assassinate President Kennedy and decreased belief in the official account that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. A further outcome was that compared with people who were about to view the movie, those who had seen it expressed less interest in political participation. It may be that distrust of those in power is caused by belief in government conspiracies. Now, there are a lot of conspiracy theories that we have heard for decades, right? The Kennedy assassination was one of them. I just, I just mentioned that. Did Lee Harvey Oswald work alone? Or was it a government conspiracy to kill him? Some people said, I think it was Fidel Castro. Some people said that it was Fidel Castro who orchestrated it, right? Um, what's another one? Uh, Marilyn Monroe conspiracy, you know? Did she really commit suicide or, or did she really die of a drug overdose? Or was she killed to silence her before she spoke out about her supposed affair with President Kennedy and his brother Bobby, for that matter. And then there's the Princess Diana conspiracy, right? Um, did the crown have her murdered? Did Her Majesty the Queen have Diana murdered because she could not control her. And then here's a conspiracy theory that I just really learned about not too long ago was the, the, the moon, the landing on the moon. Some people said that it truly didn't happen. Some people said that the United States wanted to be the first country on the moon so bad that they orchestrated this moon landing. Now, those are ones that we have heard for decades, right? But there are some that I think have a more 
negative impact on our society. One is Hillary Clinton and Pizzagate. Alex Jones, the InfoWars host, was reporting that Hillary Clinton was sexually abusing children in satanic rituals a few hundred miles north in the basement of a Washington, D.C. pizza restaurant. The revelations overcame Edgar Madison Welch like a hallucinatory fever. On December 1st, 2016, the father of two from Salisbury, North Carolina, right down the street, a man whose pastimes included playing Pictionary with his family, tried to persuade two friends to join a rescue mission. Welch told his friends the raid on a pedal ring might require them to sacrifice the lives of a few for the lives of many. A friend texted him, sounds like we are freeing some oppressed pizza from the hands of an evil pizza joint. Well, Welch was undeterred. So the friends sounded like, okay, guy, you're crazy. You're crazy. But he was undeterred. Three days later, armed with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle, a 38 handgun, and a folding knife, he strolled into the restaurant and headed towards the back, where children were playing ping pong. As wait staff went table to table, whispering to customers to get out, Welch maneuvered into the restaurant's kitchen. He shot open a lock and found, guess what, cooking supplies. He whipped open another door and found an employee bringing in fresh pizza dough. Welch did not find any captive children. Comic Ping Pong does not even have a basement. But he did prove if there were any lingering doubts about the election, that fake news has real consequences. That could have gone really bad. All over a lie. So many lives could have been lost. He brought an AR-15, a 38 pistol, and a, what did it say, a folding knife. He didn't bring it for accessories to his outfit. He was going to use them. Just think of how many lives could have been lost that day. All over a lie. Here's the second one. The Obama birtherism conspiracy. Some conspiracies percolate in the background of certain communities, never really penetrating the larger public. Others have big impacts. The Barack Obama birtherism conspiracy is one of the latter. 
Barack Obama, the 44th president of the United States, was born in 1961 in Honolulu, Hawaii. But as Obama, I'm sorry, but as soon as Obama began his campaign for president in 2008, birthers began to circulate the conspiracy theory that Obama had actually been born in Kenya, the country of his father. They argued that this meant Obama was not a natural-born citizen of the U.S., even though his mother was an American citizen, and thus he could not be president. Never mind that there were announcements of Obama's birth in the Honolulu newspaper or that friends of Obama's mother remembered the day she went into labor. To combat the conspiracies, Obama not only had to release a copy of his birth certificate in 2008, he had to follow up with a release of the original long-form document in 2011, contrary to the hospital's usual policy of issuing computer copies of birth certificates as acceptable identification. The 2011 release reduced the number of Americans who believed in birtherism, according to a Gallup poll. But many conservative political activists and pundits raised their profiles by advocating for birtherism. This lie could have costed a good president the White House. This is what I mean by some conspiracy theories have negative effects on society. Now, some of you might not think that Obama was um, a uh, decent president. I happen to think he was a decent president. So that would have been tragic to us to not have had him in the White House for eight years. The COVID conspiracy. Oh, boy. The COVID vaccines contain 5G chips. Conspiracy theory is easy to mock. But a less absurd sounding conspiracy around COVID is very likely costing lives. Some people believe that the very drugs that can be used to treat COVID-19 are actually killing patients. This has led to stories about people infected with the disease who have refused effective drugs like the antiviral remdesivir because they've put their trust in online alternative health sources who are often selling their own unproven or in many cases disproven treatments. One of these vital alt health podcasters, a former chiropractor named Brian Artis, has been spreading the bizarre notion that COVID-19 
isn't even caused by a virus, but by snake venom injected into certain people by the Catholic Church and the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So the Catholic Church and the CDC are injecting people with snake venom. No word on how the millions of people affected with COVID-19 at this point have failed to notice the Pope skulking around their bedroom with a syringe full of snake venom, but never mind. Artis, of course, sells his own line of supplements meant to combat this imaginary venom. Researchers have investigated belief in AIDS conspiracies. The belief that AIDS was created by the U.S. government to kill homosexuals and African Americans and attitudes towards condom use. This research has shown that the more strongly African American males believe in this conspiracy, the less favorable their attitudes toward condoms, condom use are. And in turn, the less likely they are to use condoms. There is also evidence that these, that these beliefs lead to distrust of research institutions and are a significant barrier to getting African Americans to participate in AIDS clinical trials. What are the negative social impact of conspiracy theories? Karen Douglas, a professor of social psychology, wrote this in the New York Times. Conspiracy theories are often seen as laughable, and the people who believe them are considered paranoid, but usually harmless individuals. But while many conspiracy theories may indeed be harmless, a recent psychological research suggests that some of the social consequences of conspiracy theories deserve more serious attention. She said, my colleague Daniel Jolly and I found, for example, that people who were exposed to anti-government conspiracy theories were less likely to want to vote than those who had read information refuting conspiracy theories. In a similar study, she said, we found that people who read about climate change conspiracy theories versus those who read anti-conspiracy material and those who read no material about climate change express less intention to take action to reduce their carbon footprint. In another investigation, she said, we found that reading about anti-vaccine conspiracy theories reduced people's intentions to vaccinate compared with those who viewed arguments refuting conspiracy theories or those who read no material about vaccinations. We know the social impact of the COVID-19 conspiracy theory because a lot of people died 
because they did not take the vaccine. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody who took the vaccine didn't die, you know, uh, but it is proven that although it's not 100%, but if you are vaccinated, you are less likely to die from COVID. And y'all know that was a huge one. I mean, people were getting in fight, people wearing masks and people getting in fights and grocery stores and, and, and stores and, and people getting mad, you know, anti-vaxxers mad because um, somebody else is wearing a mask. What does somebody else wearing a mask have to do with you? Why are you so mad? Because somebody else has decided that they want to wear a mask. I never understood that. In each case, conspiracy theories decreased social engagement because they left people feeling powerless. And there is also some evidence that conspiracy theories might influence people without them even notice knowing it now some level of healthy skepticism is undoubtedly important for individuals and citizens cannot be expected to agree with everything they are told some conspiracy theories may even be useful in allowing people to question social hierarchies and discover new information for examination and discussion. Now you can't believe everything you hear and, and 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 read. But many conspiracy theories seem to be dangerously subversive, undermining people's confidence in established positions on topics such as climate change and vaccination. They appear to threaten the social systems that people rely upon and encourage inaction where it cannot be afforded. But the question remains, why are conspiracy theories so appealing to so many people? One study said this, People were motivated to believe in conspiracy theories by a need to understand and feel safe in their environment and a need to feel like the community they identify with is superior to others. Now, again, I think a lot of conspiracy theories are kind of, you know, harm, harmless. But I think that there are some conspiracy theories, like the ones that I mentioned, have a more negative impact on society as a whole and could have and, and could and, and have gotten people killed. I have an aunt who... She believes everything she reads. If, if it's said on Facebook, if it is said on YouTube, it is true, according to her. 
she called us up one day and you know how um, they do the test, you know, of the emergency broadcast system and you like you'll hear that beat, you know, and it's in it's a test. They do it ever so often. She called us one day and she said, don't listen to that that test that's coming out. I read that this test that's coming out, if you hear that beat, it's going to take over your mind. <laughs> and it's going to have you, and then they'll be able to control you and, and, and make you do what, what it is they want you to do. She actually believed this so much that she literally called the family and told us, don't listen to the emergency test. And... You know, we all kind of, and, and, and she said, you know, she said a whole lot of things. And, you know, we try to tell her, you cannot believe everything that you read on Facebook or on Twitter or on YouTube. There are people out here today who are purposely putting false information on social media. It is perfectly normal not to believe everything you are told. It's actually healthy. But do your research. Listen to the truth. Be able to discern what's true and what's a lie. Well, that's my show. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.